Well, good evening, my fellow travelers. Here we are, another night of happiness and joy and peace and love, reading through the Course of Miracles, Course of Love. And we are currently in the treatise, the, the second treatise, and we will begin tonight with Chapter 3 to answer the call. And it's kind of short, so we'll probably go into four at some time. And uh, as I, you know, the normal protocol is we'll each read a paragraph each until we feel, you know, we can read through the whole thing or we can read four paragraphs, how many, you know, stop at any point and discuss and share. And, and you know, it not necessarily has to pertain to what we read, but if it sparks something within that you feel that you need to share something, we're always here to share from our hearts, to listen with our hearts, with our fellow travelers, because we know, we know each other well. No coincidence when souls join together. No coincidence at all. So, um, and again, you know, just be cognizant of muting your phone, not stepping on someone's toes when they're speaking, and you know, the usual protocol for the etiquette on a teleconference, so. All right. So with that, I think we'll just settle in. Take a few deep breaths. Close your eyes if you want to and just listen to these words to center ourselves. I'm affirming little prayer. Divine love radiates from our hearts to others in an ever-widening circle of love. We embody the divine love and we are grateful for healthy, fulfilling relationships. We are blessed and a blessing to others. We are blessed and a blessing to others. So this I say, amen and to stand in the truth that we are one. As we bless, we are being blessed. So, ah, divine, radiant love. That's us. Okay, so here we are. Like I said, chapter three, to answer the call. Last week, it was to hear the call. And it's just a little back up from last week to give us a running start. And then we have Judy, Charles, and Yvonne reading the first three paragraphs, which is quite long. And maybe we'll just read right through. Okay. So, just want to remind myself and you, everyone else, what Jesus said to us last week. All that prevents you from believing in truth is a mind and heart acting in separation rather than in union. You think that what prevents you from being who you are is far broader than the simple idea of hearing and following the calling would indicate. You think what prevents you from being who you are is far broader broader than division between mind and heart. Some of you would say you feel no calling or that you feel many 
Others would cite practical reasons for doing other than what they feel called to do. All of these ideas illustrate your belief that something other than your own willingness is necessary. Only in your own willingness does anything exist because only in your willingness is the power of creation expressed. And with that, I'll invite who just came into the call. If you'd like to announce, please announce now. Hi, Hello. everyone. Hello. Reverend Bill? Reverend Bill. Oh, okay. Welcome. Glory is, is now joining? with us right now. She, uh, she might be joining us later. Right now she's busy elsewhere. But, uh, okay. Uh, you'll be missed. Hopefully she will join us. Uh, we yeah. just I just started off the call. We were backed up to, from last week to hear the to hear the call. And now we'll be going into Chapter 3 to answer the call. And we have Judy, Charles, and Reverendville. So that'll be the reading order. We'll do one paragraph each. So what page number is that, please? In the book, it's page, in the first edition, it's 243. Thank the you. second treatise, the treatise on the, na- the nature of unity. Yes. Okay. So, everyone, please mute your phones for now and get started with the reading. Judy, you want to start us off with Chapter 3 to answer the call? Yes, I will. And I don't mean to be um, cheeky. However, I do believe that Yvonne, unless she signed off, is going to be reading with us as well. Oh, yeah. Didn't I say? (laughs) Uh, You may have, and I may have missed it. Yeah, I said Judy, Charles, Yvonne, and then now Reverend Bill. Okay, okay perfect. Sorry about that. I got it covered. Okay, thank you. Okay, alrighty. Picky, picky, picky. I know. Your life is <laughs> your life is already an act of creation. It was created, all of it. It exists fully realized within you. Your work here is to express it. You are far more than your life here. You created your life here in union with the one mind and one heart, in union, in other words, with God. Everything you have ever wanted to be is. Everything you have ever thought or imagined is and is reflected in the world you see. The only difference between the life you are living and the life you want lies in your willingness to express who you are. Charles. Thank you. Number two. There would be no need for form if there had been no desire for separation. Life is the desire. Can you read that? Charles, could you read that list? That's okay. one book read real different. Just read that first sentence, please. There would be no need for form if there had been no desire for separation. Life you says separation? Is... Wait, wait. You said separation? Oh, expression, expression. No, expression. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. 
No, no, my I glasses, just wanted to clean. <laughs> my glasses seem to be a bit fogged here. Okay. Okay. Let me just stretch this up. There I know I there's, two pr- there's two prints out there, you know, so I have the original. I, was just, uh, I had to question. Thank you. Expression. Thank I, I, you. I, I've, I've magnified the words a bit here. There would be no need for form if there had been no desire for expression. Life is a desire to express outwardly what exists within. What I refer to so often here as being within, as if, quote, within, unquote, is a place in which something resides is unity. And it is the place where being resides. It is place of realm of one heart and one mind. It is the place where everything already exists fully realized. It is like a trunk full of treasure, like a menu of possibilities. All you must do is wholeheartedly recognize the treasure you have already chosen to bring to the world. Your heart speaks to you of this treasure and guides you to open the trunk and release it to the world, to your world, to the human world. As I have said, the realm of unity where your being resides, this is already accomplished. Your, your link between the realm of unity and the realm of physicality is your heart. Your heart tells you of the already accomplished and bids you to express it with your physicality, thus uniting two realms through expression. Thank you. Thank you, Charles. Your mind exists in unity. Your heart exists where you think you are, thus providing the means for union between where you think you are and where your being actually resides. Remember always that your heart is where the Christ in you abides and that the Christ is your identity. Remember that it is the Christ in you that learns and raises learning to the holiness to the holiest to the holiest of levels. It is the Christ in you that learns to walk the earth as child of God, as who you really are. Wow. Thank you. Beautiful. Pass. Reverend, Reverend Bill. Thank you. For this was stated early in the course of love and is returned to now for a specific reason. While the truth that it is the Christ in you that learns may have been given little attention as you began your learning, it cannot now be ignored. Now you have realized your learning. You have begun to see the changes 
that your learning is capable of bringing to your life. You have something real and learning something that is of relevance even within the daily life you currently move through. Reverend I'm sorry, Bill, Reverend Bill, yeah. I think you missed a sentence there. Yeah, you, thought you lost the whole sentence. Uh, okay. You have, you have felt the peace. Let, let me try this again. You have felt the peace and love of the embrace. You know that you are experiencing something real and learning something that is of relevance, even within the daily life you currently move through. Now you must fully recognize the distinction between the ego self that previously was the self of learning and experience and the Christ self that is now the true self of learning and experience. You must take on the mantle of your new identity, your new true self. I'll leave it up to you. Should we continue and uh, finish the paragraph or chapter, or should we stop here if anybody wants to, you know, there's something they really want to share? Majority rule. Continue on. I, I vote for that, too. Sounds good to me. I, okay, okay, majority rules. Okay. Judy, <laughs> you want to start us off? You want to start sure. off again? I'll start off again. Did Yvonne read already? Yes, oh, she yeah, did. Yvonne read. <laughs> it's okay. Judy, it is. Charles, Yvonne, and then Reverend Bill. Yeah. It is this recognition that you are now acting and living in the world as your Christ self rather than as your ego self that will aid you in expression. Without expression, the return to unity that has been accomplished will not be realized. Can I ask everyone to mute who's not reading at the moment? Thank you. Dog? If you still balk at the idea that the Christ could be in need of learning, then your idea of the Christ is still based on an old way of thinking, as are your ideas of learning. Okay, thank you, Charles. Learning and accomplishment are not linear, as you have perceived them to be. If we return to the idea of talent, this may be easier to explain. If the ability to create beautiful music already exists within you, you do not have to learn what beautiful music is, only how to express it. If you see beauty within, you do not have to learn what beauty is, only how to express it. Expression and creation are not synonymous. Creation is a continuous and ongoing expansion of the same thought of love that brought life into existence. The seeds of creation exist in everything and provide for continuing creation. Thus, the seeds of all that you can express exist within you 
in the creation that is you. The power of creation is released through your choice, your willingness to express that aspect of creation. It is quite literally true that the seeds of much of creation lie dormant within you, already accomplished, but awaiting expression in this realm of physicality. In this same way, then, Christ can be seen as the seed of your identity. Christ is the continuous and ongoing expansion of the same thought of love that brought life into existence. Christ is your identity in the broadest sense imaginable. Christ is your identity within the unity that is creation. Amen. Amen. Just amazes me how many times I've read this book, and each and every time, it blows my mind <laughs> and my heart and my heart. <laughs> it's like, did I read this before? But, you know, I guess, you know, when, for me anyway, you know, when you first read something, where you are at that point in your journey or your travels, you hear certain things. And then you read that same book, a year later, and you hear something else. And, and it goes on and on, because each time you are who you are at that moment. I wasn't the same the year before, or two years, whatever. I am different. And that's the continuation of the creation of the soul, or the, the journey of the soul. So I, how many times I've read this, and... Each time it just resonates through my heart deeper and deeper. Oh, I so appreciate hearing these words. Thank you for letting me express that. I'm complete. Mm, that's beautiful, honey. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you, Paula. I agree fully and completely with that. And uh, just gratefully accept that and uh, appreciate all that continues to unfold in this matter and how much easier it gets, how much easier it is to just be willing to be open. Um, I loved in that, I'd like to just mention briefly um, that message that he gave about using, uh, using music as an example and says, if you know what beautiful music is, already exists within you, you don't have to learn what beautiful music is, only how to express it. And, and as he went on to speak more about that over the next several lines, um, what I feel like is unfolding for me continuously is not so much in the form of beautiful music as it is of having the moving statement to be said in any given moment, in any given instant, and, and find that it's accepted by others who I'm sharing with. 
whatever the circumstances may be uh, here within our groups committed to this journey or uh, with groups of people not involved in A Course of Love, but uh, that, that ability is simply there. And I am so grateful for that. Thank you. I'm complete. Beautiful, Bill. Thank you. Thank Thank you, Bill. Bill. Thank you. You know, I just want to jump in here a minute just for a second. You know, we concluded Chapter 2, which was to hear the call, that line, "Only only in your own willingness does anything exist, because only in your willingness is the power of expression, creation expressed. And then in that bottom of that paragraph you were reading, Reverend Bill, I love how he says, the power of creation is released through your choice, your willingness to express that aspect of creation. It always comes down from what I can see. It's our choice, the choice the soul makes at that time. You know, because he even says in here, I just saw it before, you know that you are experiencing something real and learning something that is of relevance, even within the daily life you currently move through. And that goes to what I said earlier. We move through these lifetimes, and it all becomes a choice. To express creation, doubt it, Stop and think, but it's always a choice. And that's what frees us, frees me. That if I don't make the right choice at that moment in my journey, it's okay. There's a lesson there. There's something for me to stop and really ponder or hold on to and then move on. So I'm complete. Mm, Right on, Paula. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. That, to me, is a continuation of a discussion we had about six hours ago, isn't it? (laughs) That we are the ones... (laughs) We are the ones who are making the choice. We are the ones who are willing to have this, and we're finding we're being rewarded, aren't we? (laughs) Or that we just get to simply celebrate what's unfolding for ourselves and for others. Yeah, thank you. He's just like gently nudging us. It's not like you must make, you must. He said, it's your journey. You are who you are right now. And if I pick Mm -hmm. this book up next year or in two years, I will read it what I need to hear then. So it's always the choice of either listening or not. Yep. And the willingness. So gentle. I have something else that that I'm recognizing here that that um, that Jesus has given us here that uh, that I found has been very helpful in speaking to others about our journey and what we're doing. And this is. In the paragraph 3-4, he, he referred to the 
Christ self that is now the self of learning and experience, the Christ self that is ours. And and there in paragraph 8, he goes back to once again saying, in this same way then, Christ can be seen as the seed of your identity. Christ is the continuous and ongoing expansion of the same thought of love brought into life existence. Christ is your identity in the broadest sense imaginable. Hey, let's just close the book, complete that, and accept that, and accept what is. But um, there was something that came up for me, I'd say, in the middle of last year in our Wednesday night groups, Paula, that we began uh, recognizing the Christ and the Christ consciousness. And I'm at a point now where I'm speaking of uh, recognizing the distinction that the Christ is is our oneness. The Christ is our creation. The Christ is a oneness with God, with Jesus. And that, and that is that state. And when I reflect on Christ consciousness now, what I'm recognizing is Christ consciousness that is bringing this forward, making this clearer for me or for us. That Christ consciousness is the the discovering of the Christ or discovering of the Christ consciousness that, that exists within us on our path, in our progress, in our process that we have going forward. Um, uh, I, would, I would even dare say that when we are fully the Christ, there is no need to refer to the Christ consciousness because that's all that it is. So um, I've looked at that in the, the course of what we're doing, what we're continuing to do in, in experiencing what we are as we are awakening further, as we are coming to know, as we are opening ourselves to knowing and to experience. Um, so just wanted to throw that out. Uh, anybody have any comments or thoughts about that? Well, I think you're right on the button with that one. <clears throat> mhm. Yeah. The truth the whole the truth is that we are whole beings and any time we we um talk about different aspects of ourselves we're really talking about an arbitrary division because there is no division. We are all of it. We just focus mm-hmm. our awareness on different aspects of it at different times as what he talks about in I forget which paragraph it was. The withinness is not a place. The withinness is actually another description for the spacious present, where all things have already occurred and are occurring, and so on and so forth. And again, it's just a matter of where I choose to focus my conscious awareness. And aside from that, Bill, everything you said was absolutely bang on. Thank you, Judy. Thank you both. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Um, I like to 
add on to what I feel myself in the moment. Um, I'm feeling a bit troubled at the time, at this moment, only because of the understanding seems to be troubling for me. Um, and I realize, I'm realizing it's my misunderstanding that's creating my troubling that I'm having. And, uh, and so I'm going to just sit back in the background and uh, uh, keep quiet for the time being until I feel that uh, I can share from a, a place that's more expansive, more loving place. Thank you. Thank you, Chum. Thank you, Charles, you know, but, and thank you for being here. Yeah. But, you know, he tells us over and over, you are where you're supposed to be right now, and that's fine. And for you, like to say, I need to step back and listen. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, there are times, too, I, I just feel like I need to listen. Whatever's being said is either not resonating it's not going through my heart. It's going more through my intellect. And if I can't share from my heart, I'd rather not share at all. But it's all okay. And for you to step up and say that, that's great. I just need to listen. And that's fine. It's still a choice. And that's what he gives us, the choice. So... Thank yeah. you, John. We always have a choice. I usually find that. And and I'm not I'm not this is all coming from inside me. And I know that for myself whenever I get disturbed about something within me. because uh, you really hit a nerve when you said that. And I know that when that comes up for me, I find that I'm usually knocking heads with some belief that I have that I hold that is is the truth rather than an aspect or something about reality. I, I hold that belief near and dear to my heart as some kind of a, of a truth. And then I find mm-hmm. myself struggling with what is the truth. Is this a belief? Is this a valid belief? Is this something that I know for certainty from within my own heart? Or is it something that was told to me or taught to me or whatever? And I know that those periods of my life when that occurred and do still t- sometimes do occur, I find that I get very troubled inside of myself. Now, I have no idea, Charles, where you're coming from. I really don't, honey. All I can share with you is that I experience the same kind of thing and and um, my awareness of what goes on within me has surfaced and I just wanted to share that. So that's it. I'm complete with that. Thanks. That's great. Thanks, Judy. You spoke for me, too. You know, those Thank blocks. You, what does he say to us? I think it's in the miracles. The blocks to our awareness. We hold on to those blocks. Mm-hmm. And when they need to be, you know, looked at, felt, well, we just bank them back down again. It's all part of the experience. And yeah. it's all okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I've learned not to judge myself anymore. There was a time, 
particularly going to the miracles. I judge myself all the time. I don't do it anymore. Yeah. I love I love myself. Yeah. There's understanding and there's compassion. And I know, you know, it's okay. So, yeah. And it's okay, Charles. We're one. We've all yeah. been there. We, all, we have our moments. Just want to say that I feel your love and I feel your acceptance. Oh. And I know any argument inside of me that I may be having remains inside of me. And uh, I thank God for your generosity and encouragement and love. Thank you. Now, when I speak to you, I speak to me. We're one. Remember that. You're a reflection to me, too. The oneness of us. Yeah. I I kind of step back when I hear another human kind of sprouting. You know, like, I don't want to say, uh, how can I put this delicately? <laughs> you know, you have to or you should know this or... You know, where it's like this, like, like, I, I can't explain. It's like, don't lecture me. Don't tell me where I should be. Because you don't even know where you are. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I don't know where I went off on that one. Maybe you get the idea of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Thank you. I definitely am feeling better about where I'm at right now. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is Yvonne. Um, when I read uh, seven, it really spoke to me because it's saying that the power of creation is released through my choice and my willingness to express that aspect of creation. And and he goes on to say, it's literally true that the seeds of of creation lie dormant within me. And it's already accomplished, but waiting my expression in this realm of physicality. So as I was reading that, I, I, I was like feeling that. Like you said before, Paula, it's all a choice, and it's all up to me how I, what I'm willing to express, what I'm willing, what I'm willing. If I feel it, I can express it. Sometimes I feel it, but it's not clear, and then I can't express it. But when it flows, uh, then I, I, I can, I'm comfortable then expressing because I know it's just coming, coming out. It's not coming from me. It's coming of me, but not not from my mouth. Uh, so then it's easy for me, but if I'm sitting there, um, you know, contemplating whether I should or shouldn't speak or whether I shouldn't express, then that's where I get bogged down. But if I just allow what I'm reading to come through, then I'm, I'm, I'm then I feel like I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but um, 
is only when I get myself blocked up and I, and I don't allow the feelings to come through when I have a problem. Anyway, I'm, I'm complete. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Yvonne. That was perfect. Yeah. That was the perfect Amen, word Yvonne. allowing. Thank you. You know, we can all yeah. go there. We can all go to that. Like, yeah. you know, when you're not coming from your authentic self, from the heart, and, you you know, you're grappling within your head, like, it's not authentic. Like, I'm not just going to speak to speak. If I can't come from my authentic self, from my heart, then I'm not. And it's no, it, I feel it. I could feel when I say, like, Paula, what are you saying? You know, <laughs> I talk to myself. The big self to the little self or the little self to the big self. Anyway. But it's all okay. That's what makes it so marvelous. We express and make that choice. There's no right or wrong. It is what it is at the moment. No one's keeping scorecards. Jesus not. <laughs> One thing I've understood through the years is that. Go ahead. Feel free. Go ahead. There. I was just going to share that one thing that I've learned through the years, and I understand about myself, is that if I haven't experienced something, absolutely experienced something, then there's nothing for me to share. There's nothing for me to talk about. If I've absolutely experienced something, then I'll share. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. Thanks, Judy. Thank you, Judy. For, for, for me to express how I'm feeling and to recognize it as a call for love and uh, to realize either I'm expressing the love of who I truly am or call for love, that I may remove blocks to my awareness of love's presence. And uh, I realize if I hold it in and not express it, the argument continues. But since I've expressed it and I've had feedback from a beautiful, loving space, and I really feel the Holy Spirit and the Comforter in the words that are expressed, um, I really feel the joy in able to open up and to trust that uh, the call for love is a joining that I join with my brothers and sisters to know us as one and the truth of who we are. Um, I would love to feel 100% beautiful all the time and be totally on money. But I realize that a lot of brothers and sisters I see have a call for love. I would join with them that we can experience God's love together as one. And I thank you for that demonstration and for the ability to uh, come from the heart and be open and receiving. So this is for my purposes 
of realizing that I'm not always going to be in a loving space, but how do I truly join with someone who's putting out a call for love? Who doesn't have the understanding for the experiences that I'm aware of? Unless I put that call of love and see the spirit, the comforter come through that one to remove that block I held against another that wasn't true. So, with that, I give thanks. I mean, it's a total realization that the only thing that blocks is my stories I hold within myself about what I perceive outside of me. With that, I'm complete. Amen. Thank you, Charles. Yeah. That's Thank my you, experience Charles. of your brother. Yeah. Yes, indeed. You're halfway there. You're aware of it. You're halfway there, Charles. Because you are yeah. aware. Yeah. You know, when I find myself in a situation similar to what you were saying, Charles, or whatever type of situation, I just sometimes I just step back and I ask for help. Help me. Help me see this differently. Help me to see this rightly. Help me, Holy Spirit, Mother Mary, Jesus, And the answer comes somehow. Maybe not that moment. But I take, it's because now I forget the power that I have within. In my littleness, I forget the power. The power to create the truth. And that's, you know, I I just even hate to give homage the ego, you know, where the ego's running around, dancing on my parade, raining on my parade. But that's when I just say, help. And it comes. It comes maybe on a call, with the like minds. comes within something I pick up and read. It even comes from something in this earthly world, you know, from a uh, something, book, somebody says something and it rings a bell somewhere, wakes me up something. It's always there. And we're never alone. And that's another thing I remind myself. I'm never alone. Never. 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 My brothers, my sisters, Jesus, Mother Mary, Holy Spirit, never alone. It makes life in this human world so much easier sometimes. Yeah, thank you for allowing me to share that. 
Thank you, Paula. Thanks, Paula. Thank you, Paula. I'd like to share uh, an experience that that I, that occurred recently. <clears throat> I was in one of our groups, um, and I was listening to uh, somebody. I'm not going to. Well, don't need to mention his name because it was all here within me. Um, <clears throat> I listened to someone speak about their experience and the happiness and the joy that they're experiencing in their life. Uh, although not said or not, or, or the way that it was being described, it, um, I felt the tension there within me. And I felt this, uh, this tension and this discomfort in what, what he was saying and how he was describing his experience. And yet at the same time, it was very clear that this this person was very calm, very peaceful, and very content to be where he is. And the sharing went for three, four, or five minutes, something like that. And, and uh, when it was finished, um, I felt like I got it. I felt like what I was hearing from him, his way of expressing his joy and his, his awareness of his consciousness of love and acceptance and making the distinction of knowing when 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 this is occurring it's not about there's nothing in there what's been set aside is anything about what's right or wrong or what sort of judgment may be there and him having speaking about spoken about it the way that he did it was probably what I needed to hear because I got to recognize that what I was holding on to was how I think things are. Whoops. <laughs> and and then and in so doing that I just you know, I told him how much I appreciate it and, and felt the love and the joy that he was sharing with us at that time. And it was just a really sweet experience and it was also me recognizing where all the issues lay at that given point, <laughs> right between my eyes or between my ears. Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, I just wanted to share that. I, I just really appreciated that experience. Uh, it just happened a couple of days ago. So thank you. I'm complete. And, and it's, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Thanks. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That reminds me of relate uh, to it. Oh, totally. <laughs> I remember years and years and years back when I was taking one of my specialized courses back in the mid seventies, the instructor who was an absolutely brilliant human being, he had us write down uh, there were fifty participants 
and he had us write down everybody's name, okay? And then, and then on one side of the paper, see so on the left-hand side of the paper, write everybody's name down, 50 names. And then uh, draw a line down there, and on the other side of that line, according to that person, write down something that you either dislike or like. And that was the exercise. So, of course, we all diligently did everything. We wrote down all 50 names, then we thought about the person and what we either liked or disliked about them. Sometimes it was both. Sometimes there was something I liked and disliked about the person. So he had us write everything down on the right-hand side. And then, <laughs> at the end of the exercise, he had us fold the paper along that center line and put all the names underneath so that the only thing that was visible were all of our likes and dislikes. And I'm sure you all know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Basically, if not the other yeah. person, I put Judy in front of everything. What I like and what I don't like about Judy. Because it's never about the other person. It was always about what's going on inside of me. What's going on yeah. between my two yeah. That, I tell you what. Exercise <laughs> with an eye opener. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so I did want to share that thing as we were so we close to that kind of thinking. So. <laughs> there, there yeah. we are, removing the awareness, or removing the blocks to the awareness of love's presence. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I got to see all my blocks, all 50 of them. <laughs> so, you know, there was never any more mystery about what my blocks were. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I> thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Judy. <laughs> yeah, marvel, marvelous experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a crash course. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it was. Oh, it was. It was two weeks of pure intensity. Two weeks of that mm. kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah those kinds of exercises. So, yeah. Yeah. Deep dive, deep, deep awareness dive. So, yeah, it was, mm. yeah. That's it. Like when, when, when he says that everything's first born within us, then the world's born within us, then we were born within the world. Um, it really... Everything that we experience first experiences within us of what we like and don't like. Then we either project it or extend it. <laughs> and it's just a, a marvelous uh, realization of unity consciousness that uh, there is only one true being happening. And we tend to want to separate and divide uh, into many. So, wow, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thank you, Chuck. Yeah, and and the two points that come up for me along those lines, Charles, is, is first and foremost is recognizing that, that that consciousness is your consciousness or that consciousness is my consciousness of what I'm seeing. In, in someone else, that's that's my belief, um, and it's it's just the what he, what 
our guide has been showing us all along about the role of projection, the role of a projection out there and continuing to make it real, continuing to mm-hmm. perpetuate. Thank you, I've got to be right about something, don't I? (laughs) (laughs) And may as well be what I'm seeing in my mirror. (laughs) Yeah, well, we do construct our world. That's right. Yep, Uh, we do it all. I love where it says, what we strengthen in another, we strengthen in ourselves. Mm, I like yes. to keep that in mind when I'm sharing with other people. When I'm strengthening myself, <laughs> I'm strengthening others. So really, what do you want to strengthen yourself, you know? Yeah. That's why we share. Yeah, I know whenever, exactly. I, whenever yeah. I share some of my experiences, especially the really profound ones that I've experienced over you know, many years of my life, all it does for me is it helps reinforce within me truth. Because I feel it so, mm. I mean, the feeling and the experience is so vivid. And that's why I love sharing about some of the experiences that I've gone through and had. An experience, I mean, I know I'm overusing the word experience, but I don't know what else to substitute it with. Has it been, <laughs> have they had been experiences? <laughs> mm. anyway. No wonder we keep on finding these dialogues and these groups to be involved in. Yeah. It sure feels yeah. good. It does. It, it does, does, yeah. It is a real sharing. It's a sharing and an awareness. For me, it's always been an awareness that, yes, we're all individuated, and yet we share. We share. We share a, um, an immense mass reality here on planet Earth, number one. Number two, mm. the group that we have here, we understand so much about the concept of the oneness that we all are. And that, yeah, we're individuated, and sure, we're scattered around the, you know, two or three countries or whatever. However, it just doesn't matter because we understand and we're aware, really aware of the underlying oneness that exists. And it is so beautiful. It is so beautiful. You know when it really blows my mind? It's like... You have the opportunity, like, to be in a stadium. Like, say, the World Series or the, you know, the playoff, the football playoffs, and you see <laughs> thousands of people sitting in the stands. Thousands. Yep. They're all individuated, but they're one. Mm-hmm. You know, when they do a, pan, you know, a panoramic view of the stadium, with all those souls, you're sitting there and feeling the energy around you and you say it's like amazing you know and it is it, it's a mind blower it's a mind yeah. blower yeah it totally is yeah yeah amen to that a dot on the map somewhere in this earth a dot that stadium a little dot think of the billions yeah. that inhabit this human world Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I always have liked to think of it as you are all just, we're all just different aspects of one another. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all on our own path and we share. That's the whole idea. We share. We individuate ourselves. So that the allness of everything, the, the one great beingness that birthed us all, gets to experience itself in many different ways, in many different guises, as a bird, as a human, as a tree, whatever. It's just so vast and so immense and just so beautiful, so incredibly beautiful. It's really a mind blower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it totally is. And yet there's a certain peace that I feel around it that I just find hard to express. It just, I can't. It's a feeling that is just so beautiful, so peaceful, just so unutterably lovely. And it links us. It just totally links and joins us. There really is no division. There really is no difference where we all end and the other begins. We're all just joined. Yeah, we're joined invisibly, but we're still joined. You know when I when I feel that joining, like you can be walking and pass a stranger, yeah. and you just say hello, and that stranger looks up, looks at you. There's a connection, mm-hmm. and they smile, mm-hmm. and it's like an instant connection. Do strange. Yeah, I've experienced it. I know exactly what you're talking about. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And There's an inner knowing. I know there. you. Yeah, I know yeah. you. <laughs> you know me. Yeah. Because yeah. the smile broadens, and it's like, mm-hmm. like it's like, you know, like, and I, I've been doing that more and more. Just walking through the supermarket or down the street and mm-hmm. pass a stranger and just say, hello, have a good day. And it feels so good. Yes. And the response is so great. Oh, Paula, there you are sharing all that beautiful, gorgeous energy all over the place. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And, you know, and even, you know, in, in the reverse, if I'm, someone just arbitrarily says hello to me, it's like a shot of uh, energy. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It shakes me out of my... Whatever, you know, yeah. and that's all he asks of us. And Reverend Bill, we were talking about that today, how we show up in this world. How do we, in our individuated self, show up in this human world? Yeah, exactly. That's our, that's our mission, you want to call it? Our, our, our mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you, you never know what that that hello or that smile does within that other human or the soul of that human. I think and we do. I think on some level we do. Yeah, yeah. We know it's good stuff. We know it's good energy. Yeah, we know. And you know what I like? That's the surprise look on me. Like I'll turn and just say. <laughs> Like, what do you think of this price of these peas? You know, make like a silly conversation. 
<laughs> and it strikes up a whole conversation, you know, and, and and sometimes, you know, you just laugh and say, like, well, what are you going to do, you know? <laughs> and a total stranger, and I feel like, oh, I just met a new brother or a new sister, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I find myself doing that more and more, and I'm liking myself more and more. Mm-hmm. Can I? Because there was a time I used to walk around, well, not, you know, glum. Like, woe is me. I had the world on my shoulder. You know? Yeah. And I, I like the me now. Yeah. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. That's perfect. Yeah. Isn't that what Jesus says? Love your neighbor as you love yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yep. we can't, love, as you we love, can't love anybody. We can't love anybody until we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I feel that's the, yeah. Oops. Go ahead, Bill. Go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, the the context in which I this came up earlier today um, related to, uh, in part, how how we um, connect with others, and for instance, like share with them about a course of love or share with them about A Course in Miracles. And, and the basis of this was that it's not so much about speaking about the material that, that is bringing us or enabling us to, to expand as we are, but instead it's for us to simply be in that state that represents what we're getting, what, what we're evolving <laughs> with. Um, through this, through these practices, and and it's just like being present to to that moment of love and that that expression, the way of connecting with others in love, based on what's right there <laughs> in that given mm-hmm. moment. Aren't, aren't we no, doing that now? Aren't we? Haven't we been doing that? Yeah. 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 This is how we. Yeah. Of course. I remember years ago, <laughs> and I mean, I've had a lot of years in AA, and I remember years ago, that was, that was really impressed on me. You don't have to go out and preach the big book. You just have to be a really good example. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Easy peasy. Have... Easy peasy. <laughs> it is. We don't, have to, we don't have to preach anything. We just have to be the truth of who we are, mm-hmm. and that's what attracts not what they're going to learn or what they're going to get, but it's the attraction principle. We are who we are, and we're love being. Who wouldn't want that? Well, there are some that don't want it, and that's fine. Yeah. And I'd suggest that that, that in itself is something that's been expanding in human consciousness. The, the ability to... That, that it was... For instance, you just used the example of, of people expressing this in Alcoholics Anonymous, um, of, of just being themselves and pres- presenting themselves in the moment. That, that mm-hmm. is that part of the conscious evolution that's unfolding that we're a part of? I'll accept that. I'll say mm-hmm. yes to that. I'll say yes and to it. <laughs> no, me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Yes, indeed. 
you know, and and you know, we and I know, and we hear, you know, we are energy, and you know, we can bring come into a room and bring that energy right in, or you feel it, like you know, you ever walk into a room, and you can feel the energy in the room. Sometimes oh my God, yes. Do it. Well, so sometimes it's very negative. It's like scary energy. <laughs> But that's yeah, yeah, that's how we, you know, that's a form of expression, not verbal, not physical, exactly right. but yeah. yeah, the energy within, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, we feel it, you know, we're in mm-hmm. vibrational beings. Exactly right. Took the word out of yeah. my mouth. Yeah. 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 I remember this one, that side was my old, my Reverend Joanne. And she was going on a, a, going to the airport, and she said she had this marvelous experience. She was all very uptight and very nervous about the whole thing, and you know the crowds in the airport and the hustle and the bustle. And, and then, as soon as she walked in the door, like she just stopped herself and let that feeling go of like scare, fear, and worrying and concerning. She said she felt this overwhelming feeling of love. And the whole, and it was a major airport, and you know what those are like. Oh, it God, yes. Calmed down. It was like, wasn't she was walking like there was a sea of kindness. She just felt like it was, it, it was wonderful. She said, I changed the whole room. With my of course mind. she did. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. As within, so without. <laughs> yeah. And notice the change came first within her. Of course, because it's what yeah. yes, so yes, within, yes, so yes, without. Yes, yes, yeah. 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 When we first experienced it inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she knew something stopped as soon as she went through the revolving doors. Like she came out on the other side, and wow. she looked differently at everything, and felt love and care, and and it just changed, mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, and, and that's the power within. That's what we have. That we all know? have that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We all have that. We all have that. That's an ability that we have, or the treasure that we have. It's an ability. And the more we practice mm-hmm. it, it becomes our identity. Wow. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I think he wrote that out somewhere in this, what we just read about identity. Hello. Yeah, somewhere, yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can, be ca- I can be counted on stating the obvious. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's in the same way. When Christ can be seen as the seed of your identity, <laughs> mm-hmm. Christ is the continuous and ongoing expansion of the same thought of love that brought life into existence. So there we are creating through our own identity, too, with Christ. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're born of that energy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's he's a natural called, part called. of us. Each call for love is the expansion of that love, creation, the ability to create the love in the moment. Mm-hmm. Take that love in, or to take that call in and 
transform it within ourselves for the love yes. to be expressed. Yes. To extend love that seeds. love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it says, thus mm-hmm. the seeds of all that you can express exist within you in the creation <laughs> that is you. There it is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Are you still with us, Yvonne? Yeah, Paula, I'm here. I'm listening. Taking everything in. This is a mighty, just really, this chapter three, the, to answer the call. It really, I have a lot of highlighting in this particular section. Hmm. Love to answer the call. Love to answer the call. Every time I see a call, I seek to respond with love. So I'm with the Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Answering the call for love. And I I, I think that in many years that I made it more so difficult for myself. You know? And you look back... Yeah. yeah. When I was younger, I used to react to everything instead mm-hmm. of respond with. I was very reactive. I learned through the reactions of others how to behave <laughs> in order to get around things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. Yeah. But now through the, the quiet discipline and to be able to relax and absorb and allow it to go inside and Allow Christ's love to let me see forgiveness as it truly is. Let me see this as God's call for his love. And to allow that to mature within, you know, to truly love someone, to truly, truly love someone, is to truly, truly love yourself. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can't give away what I don't have. If I don't have self-love, then how can I love? I know. So that's question that quite a bit for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, we can look back, look at our journey, and just take solace that we are where as individuated souls are in this journey now. Oh, amen. And embrace everything, everything that, you know, my famous, or not my word, but all those opportunities, those many, many opportunities, some I held on to and let them happen, and some I I ignored. But that was my choice, the soul's Mm -hmm. choice. And it's all okay. It is. That's, it is. 
And mm-hmm. I just love how he reminds me constantly in this work and other work, you are who you are right now. <laughs> and that's okay. And if I sat here all night holding up, feeling just blocks to the love I am, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Just missing all those opportunities. I'll have another chance. <laughs> many, many other chances. <laughs> We know that. You know, it doesn't happen now. It'll happen in another lifetime, but it's going to happen. I'm Mm -hmm. just a slow learner. (laughs) Mm, It doesn't matter. You're just a happy learner. And you know what? There is no time, really. That's true. And it's all, you know, so it's just, you know, it happens when it happens. And no time is the real time. And so, so what? You know, So so what? Yeah. So infinite pages is immediate results, right? <laughs> Say that again? Infinite yeah. patience is immediate results. You got it. When there is no words. time. Infinite. Ah, yes. Infinite. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. When you feel like yes. you're waiting for something, it could take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I am so, I'm so amazingly grateful to be beyond that point. I can't begin to tell you how many years I spent in the other way. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. You know what word I'm taking out of my vocabulary? Seeking. Mm. What? <laughs> seeking. S-E-E-K-I-N-G. Thinking. Seeking. S-E-E-K-I-N-G. Seeking. Like I seek to Looking find Looking for or seeking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to. You've already found it. I know, but I used to, you know, like, you know, when you hear the word seek, you know. No. Yeah. No, no. Seek it, and you you're, shall you're find. Found. No, no, you've, you're already found. You're found and you've been found. I know. I mean, you're, you're good. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll accept that that was perfect for me at that point. That's yes, exactly that what I needed. And that's... That's what's contributed to continue to enable me or us to involve or to evolve, mm-hmm. to awaken. Mm-hmm. So uh, to all yes, of that, yes. whatever that darkness was, it, it, it was serving us in the way yeah. that we needed it. It was my agenda. <laughs> yes, I agree 100%, yes. Bill. You're right on. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Right on. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We start the journey as soon as we come into this world as little babies. We look around, we discover, we learn about reactions and how to get around with other people. Then we learn to have experiences that help us to realize where our true strength lies. Hopefully we have those experiences. Some of them have yeah. to hit bottom before that, but usually... But those you know. are those opportunities, Charles. Yeah. That's right. They are all opportunities. Yeah. Can't get it wrong, can't get it done. Yeah. No, there is no wrong, right and wrong or judgments, and we don't have those, not, not in union, not in unity. Everything, we just accept it all. I can even accept my darkness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was something I needed to go through in order to be where I'm at. 
so why would I resent it or reject it? It just it was what it was, served its purpose, learned from it, and move on with no regret. Yeah. Doesn't it tell us that in the course of miracles, what we feel, we, our, our worst of times, we made our greatest strides? Yeah, I think, yeah, Something you're absolutely right. Yes, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Reverend Bill, you can probably quote it verbatim, but basically that's the gist of it. Yeah, this is just we're not it, yeah. Gone. Yeah, the darkest, the one yeah. we fell behind, we made our greatest advances. Well, that's to all of this, we can put in, this in the context of our willingness. Mm-hmm. What were we willing to go through or discover or willing to cough up? <laughs> well, seeing if we created it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really look at it and not judge it ourselves. Just, yeah. I think that's why we created all the stuff that we did. So in, in order to learn the non-judgment, the acceptance mm-hmm. aspect acceptance. of our lives. And forgiveness. Yeah. And forgiveness. Well, there's never anything to forgive. But we believe that at some point. Like, you have to forgive in order... Like, you know, Charles said something very poignant early on about a feeling, you know, of having to forgive. That's right. Let but me that, see forgiveness as it truly is, yeah. Yeah, because that forgiveness just starts from within. Let me mm-hmm. forgive myself of thinking that that's the truth, mm-hmm. you know, and that's self-love, and that mm-hmm. self-love helps helps me. I should say, I want to say you or me, and that's yeah, a big way. Like, it is took a lot. Forgive. It is and like, the love yeah. to forgive myself. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's never anybody this- else to forgive, because there really is right. no other. It's all about us. So, yeah, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right, Paula. Self-forgiveness yeah. is the only forgiveness. What I thought my brother did never occurred. Exactly right. <laughs> Not that it didn't yeah. occur, but what I thought it happened. <laughs> well, that's right, because we create our own but reality. But I'm still right, and he's still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. I love this. Is a, this is the best quote from Course in Miracles. Would you rather be right, or would you rather be happy? <laughs> that's it. You know? I want both. I know. Some, sometimes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a big neon sign made <laughs> in my, my living room. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I love at the, in the text um, of The Course in Miracles, in the last chapter, we got this line here that says, trials are but lessons which you uh, failed uh, to learn, presented uh, once again. Yeah. So where you made a faulty choice, exactly. You can now make a better one. And what is the and very last? What is the very last quote in A Course in Miracles? Oh, that last. Uh-huh. Come on, what does Bill. it say? What does it say? Forget this course. Yes. <laughs> Forget this course and come with holy, empty hands unto your God. Yes. 
after going through the text and the workbook, forget this course. <laughs> yeah, the, and the manual for the teacher, the teacher, and all mm-hmm, the booklets mm-hmm. that went on the show. <laughs> yeah, forget it all and come with holy forget empty hands. In other words, open your heart and connect within yourself to the God energy that lives within you. It resides in you. It's never going to come to you from outside. That's why 50, 60 years later, he decided, let me try it again. Here's the course of love. <laughs> uh, let me suggest, honey, that this was tried back in the 18th, or at least the 19th, early 19th century, <laughs> back in the 1800s. Yeah, okay. I've got literature from way back then, too. <laughs> there ain't nothing new. <laughs> nothing new. Nope. <laughs> No, all this has been around in various forms and different languages and presented differently. It's been around for centuries. Centuries, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, here's the new age. It's okay. That's okay, though. (laughs) We're in the new age. Yeah, I know, sweetheart. And we come across it when we most want it. Yeah. Yes, when we're truly, truly willing and ready. I think that's an important point, not when it was, you know, first, second, or third, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Do you feel like there's an acceleration? Yeah, I do. Something moving, yeah, moving faster. Yeah, yeah, I certainly do. Yeah, because I remember back in the 70s when um, I first got introduced to all of this, I remember there was, you know, it was not widespread at all. And mm-hmm. it was almost like, you know, we'd sit around, you know, be 50, 60, 100 of us sitting around doing whatever the heck it was that we were doing, thinking, feeling, expressing. And we all knew that we were just on the cusp of something. Didn't quite know yeah. what exactly it was, but we knew it was lagging and it was slow. And we all knew it was going to pick up at some point. And, of course, here we are, you know, some 50 odd years later. But, but know, yeah, I do feel that there's an acceleration. Think of the acceleration just in the technology field. Now we know God is everything. Oh, because yeah. of our existing technology, we are be- we are connected with the whole world. We stop using the blankets to send up the smoke signals. <laughs> now we can get sit down in front of a screen and talk to forty fifty people at one time. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, because I had a conversation the other day, somebody with, you know, intelligent, artificial intelligence. I said, that's all God. But, you oh, know, yeah, they're going to become robots. And I said, stop. That's God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. mm-hmm. Wherever there's energy, there's God. Yes. And I know that Jesus has said it, and everybody pretty much agrees that God is everything, everywhere, all the time. There is no place God is not. You know, Jesus sends out his disciples two by two or whatever to how many different mm-hmm. places. Now you can get mm-hmm. on a Zoom session, oh my one God, yeah. disciple, and hit 50 people at one time or a whole country. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Unbelievable. I love it. Well, time to say good night. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. I thank you all so much. I thank you all for being here. I love you all. I do from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. And I feel the same way. I love you all from the bottom of my heart. 
I love you. We're all, we're all one. And Reverend Gloria, we missed her. Yeah. Did he leave? I'll tell her. Mm-hmm. I'll pass that on. Please. She's yes, on a little project me. right now, and that includes dinner. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, bon appetit. Okay. Yeah, bon appetit, Marge. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Much love, Yvonne. Good night, everyone. Love you all. Bye bye. Bye, thanks, Bill. Bye, Marge. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.